What's good, baby? Yeah, it's time to go. Come and kick it with the host with the most mojo. Got the number one daily podcast in the game. MC Maddie Pace, I came to entertain. Your one-stop shop for everything dope. Make you laugh, make you think, and I'll even give you hope. So while you're laid back with your phone in your palm, subscribe and log on, MaddieMoShow.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, kicking off episode 1,321, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 1,321, where I'm about to enhance your day and have a little fun. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening download. No, but without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to episode 1321 where I'm about to enhance your day and have a little fun. Why? Because it is none other than Sunye Inspirations. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Hello and welcome to the number one way to end your day and week while we kick it off fresh with another iconic edition of Sunye Inspirations Best Baby. Whereas always I have some positive, inspiring, impacting, and empowering feel-good news stories that you will not hear anywhere else. I guarantee it. Now, all the stories for tonight's Epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org, so be sure to go on and check them out, and if you'd like to visit one of the three stories that you do here, I have taken the liberty to attach each individual link under a brief description of each story on my latest blog post up at mattymoshow.com, labeled Sunye Inspirations, baby. But without any further ado, let's jump into the first story of the night now, shall we? <laughs> Now this first story I have for you this evening is one that'll kick things off strong. Get ready for a great message and tale of how one man who lost everything gained it all back and more through that which he feared most. Enjoy the following entitled, A Billionaire CEO Gives Ousted Hermit $180,000 to Rebuild His Cabin After It Burned Down. Published by Judy Cole, August 26, 2021. A self-proclaimed hermit who became unintentionally famous after losing his home to a fire is about to get new digs thanks to generous donations to a GoFundMe campaign and one whooping big check from a philanthropist. 81-year-old River Dave, whose real name is Dave Lidstone, had been living off the grid in the same secluded New Hampshire location for almost three decades. He didn't own the property where he built his modest A-frame cabin on the banks of the Merrimack River, but says he had permission from the site previous owner to stay there. Citing environmental and zoning violations, the current owner, however, took steps to have him removed. On the same day that Lidstone appeared in court charged with civil contempt for refusing to vacate, his cabin burnt to the ground. While the cause was most likely accidental rather than arson, the result remained the same. River Dave, along with his cats and his chickens, were out of a home. Estranged from his wife and family for most of his 27-year tenor on the 73 acre plot of Timberland, Lidstone kept to himself. He did occasionally befriend a passing kayaker or boater and those ties proved strong enough to form an unexpected lifeline. Prior to the legal charges, longtime friend Jody Gideon hoped the situation between the landowner and Lidstone would come to a peaceful resolution. The owner's lawyers thought otherwise, but after the fire, the point became moot. With Lidstone now homeless, Gideon and friend Sharon Capello quickly organized a GoFundMe page to help River Dave 
get back on his feet. As word of his plight spread, donations and offers of places to stay began to roll in. While the response was staggering and the initial $15,000 funding goal was quickly met, no one could have predicted what came next. On August 11th, New Hampshire resident and billionaire CEO of Planter Technologies, Alexander Karp, reached out to Lidstone and wrote him a personal check to the tune of $180,000 for living and future expenses. I hope each of you are sitting down and have a tissue or two next to you as what I am going to share is part of the happy ending to come and I can't imagine a dry eye anywhere after you read this Gideon posted to her Facebook page of the generous donation. How can I express myself and my gratitude towards something like that? I start to tear up when I think about it, Lidstone told the Concord Monitor. For an old logger who always had to work, for anyone to give you that type of money, it's incredibly difficult for me to get my head around. The monies raised for River Dave are being put into a trust for him. For reasons of privacy, he'll be staying at an undisclosed location over the winter and sometime next year at a building site as yet to be named, construction for his new home will begin. I feel about as good as I ever have in my life, a grateful Lidstone told AP, although admitted the recent outpouring of kindness and support has been something of a revelation to him. Maybe the things I've been trying to avoid are the things that I really need in life. I grew up never being hugged or kissed or having any close contact. I had somebody ask me once about my wife, did you really love her? And the question kind of shocked me for a second. I'd never loved anybody in my life and I shocked myself because I hadn't realized that and that's why I was a hermit. Now I can see love being expressed that I never had before. Meanwhile, as the GoFundMe campaign winds down at the end of August, Gideon hopes to keep paying the love forward. We feel we can help Dave build a good life now and will forever be thankful, she posted. We also know how many other charities and people are in need of help. At the end of the month, we're asking that the spotlight be passed on to others to bring awareness and opportunities to spread the love and continue to be the change. The world is a better place with each of you in it, and we simply can't thank you enough. So there you have it, and what a great story and way to kick things off. And my favorite part about this was the line where he said, maybe Maybe the things I've been trying to avoid are the things that I really need in life. So powerful and what a great message. But now it is time to dive right into our second story of the show and this one right here will move you baby. With all the issues going on in the Middle East, this story is one of hope and love. Get ready for the following entitled, Afghan All Girls Robotics Team Offered College Scholarships Says Oklahoma Mom Who Helped Them Escape Taliban. Published by Judy Cole, August 25th, 2020. There may be no force more powerful than maternal instinct. An Oklahoma mom who's come to think of some gifted Afghan girls as adopted daughters has moved heaven and earth to help get the teens to safety since Taliban extremists retook Afghanistan. Harvard graduate Allison Renault has 11 kids of her own, but there was still plenty of room in her heart for the members of Afghanistan's all-girl robotics team, aka the Afghan Dreamers. Renault and the tight-knit group bonded back in 2019 when they met at a Washington DC based Humans to Mars Summit. Having nine biological daughters probably helped as well. In the weeks building up to the recent Taliban takeover of Afghanistan, Renau became increasingly concerned for the girls' welfare. Unable to shake the fear the dreamers were in imminent danger, Renau became frustrated by the lack of cooperation at home in the US to secure their safety. Rather than wait, she decided to head to the sanctuary country of Qatar, hoping to use the the connections she 
had there to help expedite a rescue. In conjunction with the Dreamers parent organization Digital Citizen Fund, aka DCF, and the Qatar Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Renal was able to pull some strings and get the exit process rolling. Soon enough, 10 robotics team members between the ages of 16 and 18 were boarded on a commercial flight. Some members of the team and the girls' families have yet to leave Kabul. Efforts to secure their relocation are still ongoing. After receiving word from the girls to say they'd made it out of Kabul, Renal was overcome with emotion. I got a text from one of the girls that just said, we did it. All the emotion from two weeks of work and running into a wall constantly and burying your feelings and burying your feelings for the girls, it just hit me all at once, Renal told Business Insider. DCF board member Elizabeth Schaefer Brown says that while it took the combined efforts of several entities to ensure the girls release, she credits their own grit and self-determination as a key factor in the successful outcome. Ultimately, the girls rescued themselves, Brown told NBC News. If it were not for their hard work and courage to pursue an education, which brought them in contact with the world, they would still be trapped. We need to continue to support them and others like them. Since arriving in Qatar, the girls have been inundated with numerous scholarships from several prestigious U.S. universities, and Renal is confident they will make the most of those opportunities. For the first time in their life, I really believe they have the freedom to choose and to be the architects of their own destiny and their own future, Renal told the insider. It's the freeing feeling to me to know that they will be able to go somewhere and get educated wherever they want. And I feel the exact same, man. What an incredible story that almost sounded like something that you'd see in a movie or on TV. Such a powerful act and hopefully all goes well with the rest of the girls as well. Now it is time for our third and final story of the show and this one right here is the perfect one to take us out. Get ready to hear how one Olympian did something amazing to save a child's life in the following entitled Polish Olympian auction silver medal for infant's heart surgery but winning bidder won't accept it. Published by Judy Cole August 23rd 2021. Polish javelin thrower Maria Andrzejczyk took the silver medal at the Tokyo Olympics. While she might have come in second at the games, what she did next was pure gold. Less than two weeks after ascending the winner's podium, Andrzejczyk took an extraordinary leap of generosity, auctioning off her medal to raise funds for Milosek Malis, an eight-month-old Polish boy in critical need of a heart surgery. The athlete had never met Milosek or his family. She learned of his struggles through social media, but 25-year-old Andrzejczyk, a can survivor herself knew just how important obtaining timely medical intervention could be. Milosek has a serious heart defect, he needs an operation, and Drechik posted to her Facebook page. He also has support from above from Kubis, a boy who did not make it on time, but wonderful people decided to donate his funds to Milosek, and this is how I want to help too, it is for him that I am auctioning off my Olympic silver medal. All told, it was estimated that costs for medical expenses plus travel from Poland to California Stanford University, where the operation would be performed, would total about $385,000. With half the sum already raised through online contributions, Andrzejczyk hoped her medal would bring in the rest. The winning bid not only met, but exceeded the original fundraising goals. We have the winner, Andrzejczyk posted, On Friday, I received this wonderful information, and due to the fact that you dears have already done wonders, and joint forces have paid more than the equivalent of the initial medal to the Milo 
Milosec account, I decided to end the auction so that our Milosec will receive the whole amount as soon as possible and can fly to the USA. Sorry as she might have been to see her medal go, and Drechik was thrilled to know the profits from its sales were earmarked for a worthy cause. The true value of a medal always remains in the heart, and Drechik said, as quoted by the Times of London, a medal is only an object, but it can be of great value to others. This silver can save lives, instead of collecting dust in a closet. That is why I decided to auction it to help sick children. But it seems the winning bidders, Polish convenience store chain Zapka, had some pretty big-hearted plans of their own. In honor of her winning ways, both on the Olympic field and off, the company gifted Andrzejczyk back her medal. We were moved by the beautiful and extremely noble gesture of our Olympian, we decided to support the benefit Zabka posted to Facebook. We also decided that the silver medal from Tokyo will stay with Miss Maria who showed what it means to be a true champion. While silver has always been considered a precious medal, in this case, its value in helping save the life of a child was priceless, and that's a win of Olympic proportions for everyone. So there you have it, and how incredible is that, man? If that doesn't make you smile, you might need to go see someone. You know what I'm saying? But I'm happy that everything worked out, and even more that the people who donated for the medal gifted it back to her for, and I quote, we also decided that the silver medal from Tokyo will stay with Miss Maria, who showed what it means to be a true champion, man. Pure bliss. But that about wraps up the story portion of today's show, and now I'd like to share with you this week's quote of the day, which is, there's a saying in engineering, you can build things cheap, fast, or right, but not all three. And that was said by Temple Grandin, who turned 74 today. So happy birthday to Temple Grandin, baby. Now stick around because the show isn't quite over yet. That final thought is coming at you live in three, two, one, let's get it. There can be no great reward without great sacrifice. The best things in life take the most time, effort, dedication, and focus. If you can develop a vision, you can obtain whatever you want in this world. The possibilities are endless when you believe in yourself and your capabilities. Live the best you can, be the best you can, do the best you can. You've got this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so there you have it. Another phenomenal day in Epicast in the books and another successful week here on the number one daily podcast in the game. You already know the name. You know what I'm saying? But thank you so much for stopping by and rocking out with me tonight on a beautiful little Sunday Inspirations. And make sure you check back in with me tomorrow night for another dope episode and way to kick off your week. Where, as always, baby, I will be bringing you that heat. But as for right now, this is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, saying one life, one love. I'm out. <laughs>